ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. It is Thursday, March 23rd. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. My name is Paul Swan. I'm here until 6 o'clock. We got things to talk about, as we always do, but we got things to talk about today. We will do so. I'm going to open up Twitter first. Let's do Twitter first today. At Paul Swan. We'll get the text line going in a few minutes as well, but the... Twitterverse is a good place uh, to be a part of today's show. And then the text line, of course, uh, is 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. I've got that going right now as well. So I've turned everything on. I'm able to talk to you. we got to start with the latest in the Marshall women's basketball saga. Did you think that this would be a thing outside of a simple search, a normal, simple search? Did you think this would be a thing? And we've got to start at the top with Glenville State. Took on Ashland, trying to get back to the championship game, and had a 13-point fourth quarter deficit to try to overcome and pulled within two points late. Ashland, the top seed, Glenville State, the five seed. Glenville State fell short, 76-67. to And I'll tell you what, that was a good Ashland team that Glenville State took on. So this wasn't just... Honestly, that was a good Ashland team. That was a solid Ashland team, that Glenville State. Now, I know it's going to be spun in so many different ways today, and don't think that I don't see what you're talking about. I'm on Twitter. I do see you sometimes. And following up that today, if you don't listen to the radio station on a regular basis, on today's talk line with Hoppy Kerchival, he had on the program Glenville State President Mark Manchin. And President Manchin confirmed with Hoppy that, yes, Glenville State's basketball coach, Kim Stevens, has received an offer from Marshall University. So that is confirmed. That came from the president of Glenville State today with Hoppy Kerchival. And he did add, he talked to Hoppy about how, you know, they're going to talk to her. They're going to let her decide what she wants to do. They're going to try to keep her. They're very successful with her as the head coach. They want to continue to have her as the head coach. It is in a situation where, okay, hey, congratulations, moving on. No, they, they want to actively try to keep her as the head coach of Glenville State. So they're going to have those conversations. But he did add that Stevens was upset with earlier reports that she accepted the position with Marshall. And a lot of that stems from a tweet that came out from former Herd play-by-play announcer Jake Griffith. According to his sources, 
stated that Kim was going to be the next head coach at Marshall University. I think where Jake got into trouble on that tweet, and I've talked to a few people about this, I think where Jake got into a lot of trouble with that was the wording, how he worded it, how he he presented it. I haven't talked to Jake in a couple of days. Jake's not on social media right now. I just want to point that out. I didn't I didn't want to get too much into that, but he's removed himself from social media for the time being because he got a lot of heat. Still getting a lot of heat over that. And I think where he got into trouble, this is just my opinion, and you know, I've talked to a few people about this. As far as maybe where some of this is coming back on him and where it's it's really biting him was the way that he he stated that she didn't Kim Kim Stevens the uh, the coach of Glenville State she didn't want you know, anything coming out but that could change I think that got him in a little bit of of trouble with I guess public perception, that might be fair to say, with public perception that maybe, just maybe, if he would have just kept it as as matter-of-fact as possible, according to sources, Kim Stevens has uh, been offered and will accept the offer to be the next head coach at Marshall University, something like that, and, and just left it as generic and matter-of-fact as possible, yeah, would we still have this sort of reaction that we see from a lot of people? But he's taking his he's taking his social media down. So she was upset, according to President Mark Manchin, and maybe she's upset because she's trying to coach a, a team to the national championship, and then she's got this job offer. And maybe she's she's going to take it, but out of respect for her current employer, out of respect for her current team, that was going to be something to be handled after the final game, which happened to be yesterday. And so maybe she is upset about this. We will hopefully find out here in the near future what her intentions are. And again, Don't read too much into this, but it's not official until it is. It's not official until it is. But that was interesting today. And, of course, um, Jake got a little bit more heat on that on social media. Jake's not even there anymore, and Jake got some more heat on that. So uh, I'm not sure what the final outcome is going to be, but I, I do feel that Maybe he got some heat because of of his wording on that a little bit. A little bit of the, she didn't want this to be known, but you know it could happen. Previously didn't want this to be known. I probably would agree with she probably still didn't want that to be known. If she is the next coach, Marshall Women's Basketball, she probably didn't want that to be known. And so... 
what's a what's a broadcast journalist, what's a print journalist to do? You got to weigh this. Hey, I have information. I'm pretty sure of the source. I'm going to break that information. I'm trying to build myself up. I'm trying to build my name. I'm trying to create some credibility here. I'm trying to grow my career. You break that information. You put that out there. You take the risk that, okay, if this isn't accurate, I got burned by my source. On the other side, do you sit there and do you debate, okay, is it worth it to be the one to break this? And can you hold on to that? Because I don't know his source. I don't know who he talked to. I don't know how confident he was in that source, confident enough to, to break that news. But that's sort of been pulled back now a little bit. And we do know, though, she's been offered. That is certain. That has been confirmed from the president of Glenville State, Mark Manchin. That that has been an offer that has been all, yeah, out there. She's aware of it. She's been made the offer. Now it's on her to decide if she wants to take that offer, and it's up to Glenville State to have those conversations with her as far as what happens next. Is it a matter of money? Okay, if it's money, we can do this for you. Is it a matter of you wanting to coach Division One? Is it a matter of, well, those are going to be the conversations that they're going to have with her. All right. Our text line is 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. I really want to get where you're at on this today. We've got some other things to get into as well. We'll do that. You can also find me on Twitter, at Paul Swan. Again, text lines 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. And you remember, um, you remember when we were talking about uh, a week or so ago uh, some things that were happening with Marshall men's basketball? Christian Spears was with us, said Dan was coming back, and that turned out to be 100% accurate. Coming back and has a three-year deal. Uh, Andrew Taylor's coming back. Dan's put that out there. He was on um, he was on radio today with Hoppy Kirchville as well. And Dan's pretty much uh, given us the green light that, hey, all is good with my team. All is good with my team. So basketball, yeah, we haven't even gotten into spring football yet, and basketball is still making all the headlines. Of course, March Madness continues tonight. We've got that for you here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. We have got the Sweet 16. All these games are presented by GoMart and Kentucky Farmers Bank. Michigan State takes on Kansas State tonight. FAU faces off against Tennessee, and then... Out west in the West Regional, Arkansas versus Connecticut and UCLA versus Gonzaga. So, East Regional, West Regional, all that action tonight right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Text lines open. We'll go to that when we continue on this edition of The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. 
This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to the Thursday, March 23rd edition. This is The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. My name is Paul Swan. Thanks for being a part of today's edition. I open up Twitter and I open up text all for you. Text lines 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. On Twitter, I'm Paul Swan. I read most of everything you guys are tagging me in. A lot of discussion going on about the Marshall women's basketball job. Again, I didn't think we'd have this much discussion about the Marshall women's job, but here it is. And whatever happens, uh, we are all aware that there's a Marshall women's basketball team now. So that's the good news. Our text again, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Texter writes in and says that the question should be who within Marshall leaked that info to Jake. It is a bad reflection upon Marshall. This might damage Marshall's chance of hiring her, and now she considers other openings. Is it within Marshall? That's We're inferring that the, the source is within Marshall. That's what we're inferring, the, the source is within Marshall. Keep in mind... There are a lot of people that are involved with this. It could be from Glenville State. Again, I don't know the source that Jake Griffith cited as the – he was confident in it. So, yeah, we can infer it's it's Marshall. But there's a lot of times where news comes out breaking news, and how do you think that news is coming out? Someone in an athletic department, someone in the administration is feeding someone something. The question here is, yeah, did Jake, with his source, feeling comfortable and confident that, okay, this is a done deal, I'm going to put this out here, you know, should he just been matter of fact, should he been bland with it? Hey, according to sources, Kim Stevens is, uh, has accepted an offer to be the next head coach, Marshall Women's Basketball. Should he have left it at that and maybe the firestorm wouldn't have been as active as we see right now? Yeah, I can't answer that question. I, I would have probably – I'm not saying I would not have done it. I'm just saying I may have been more matter-of-fact. Again, I don't know the source. That's a big thing for me is I don't know the source. I don't know the person or the people he's talking to or how comfortable he felt in putting that information out there. So we discussed that as far as, you know, we got to know all the, the details. I'm told things sometimes. I don't tell you everything I'm told. Why? I don't know if I trust the source 100%. Or maybe... I can't throw the source under the bus. So I got to hold on to something. It happens. Everyone, anyone who builds relationships, if you work in the media, if you build relationships with people, sometimes you're going to hear things. And how comfortable are you with that? You know, sometimes people might just tell you things that, hey, this is kind of what's going on over here. Yeah, other times it's, hey, this is a pretty much done deal. And if you're confident enough in the source, then you go with it. 
but it's not it's not his job. It's not Jake's job to sit on that information if he's reporting it. And I'll carry that over to anyone. It's it's not it's not his job to sit on information if he is trying to report on something. That goes with anyone. Now, and it all goes back to the source. It all goes back to how confident am I in this source? If I put this out here, am I going to get burned? Will I get burned on this? And you got to make those decisions for yourself. So if I say something, I'm speaking only for myself. If I say, this is what I've heard, I'm confident enough that I'm not going to get burned by it. If I put something out there and put my name next to it is, this is what I've heard according to my sources, and I'm comfortable enough putting it out there, I have full confidence in the source it comes from. He felt that he had full confidence in the source from which his information came from. The aftermath, though, I don't know if he can control that. Can he control that? Should he have sat on that? Some of you say yes, some of you say no. There's been a lively debate there. Texter writes in and says, The rule for journalism used to be at least two reliable sources before publishing a story. How many sources did he have? I can't answer that. If I have a really reliable source... I might go with that reliable source only. Or other things that might help a journalist is to get some confirmation on this. Get some confirmation. If, for example... There's a rumor that someone has left the administration. It never hurts to ask, is this person no longer with the university? Is this person still with the university? Can you confirm this? So there are ways to go about this. However, it all comes back to how that individual feels about the source where the information came from. And if you put it out there, you better stand by it. And you better you better feel good about the source. You better feel good about where you got that information from if you're going to put it out there. So he had to have felt good about where he got that from. Everything else, though, is, is a reaction to it. Because nobody wants the information to get out. That's the thing. Nobody wants information to get out. 
Question from Twitter. I'm sorry. Question from the text line. Do you think this hurts Jake's credibility as a journalist? Credibility with Marshall University? I'm sure there are a lot of people in the athletic department that are not happy with him right now. I'm inferring that. I'm guessing. But I'm sure there are a lot of people who right now feel... I'm not saying his bridges are burned, but I'm sure there are a lot of people right now who are not happy with him. Also, it depends on on the audience. If Kim Stevens comes to Marshall University, his source was right. His information was accurate. Then we're talking about his presentation. We're talking about how he put it out there, how he handled that information. You know, those are the things that we're talking about now. You know, was there a benefit to putting that information out now? Or was there a a possibility where, okay, maybe I can sit on this a little bit. If I sit on this a little bit, maybe after the season's over, I can I can put it out there. If I put it out there now. I'll beat a lot of people to the punch. Maybe I can sit back a little bit and wait and see because there was still basketball to be played. Absolutely, still basketball to be played. And keep keep that in mind. He felt that his source was good. He then put it out there, which then gave us something to talk about. People got upset because that information got out there. There are some who thought, hey, oh, wow, this is going to be a great hire. There are some who thought, well, wait a minute, she's still coaching. She's still coaching. That's not a good look. And so not everybody's going to be happy with that information getting out there, right? Not, not everybody's going to be happy whatsoever it depends it's the individual honestly i think it's the individual uh you got to judge that by what you gain from that information being out there it's like how did yeah how did that improve you know his uh, how how did that improve his uh relationship with with the audience with with people how, how does that help him? How did that help him? How did that hurt him? Right now, there's a lot of people who are talking about him. So, one, people were talking about him. But uh, you got to look at his his role, his, his profession, what he wants to do. He's very talented. He's very good, very talented at what he does. He has called a lot of Marshall games. Great, great presentation. Does his prep, his homework. Always shows up, ready to go. Good young broadcaster. No question whatsoever. And I don't, honestly, I don't think he was putting this out here going, okay, I'm, I'm going to throw this out here and watch the world burn. And a lot of people just uh, took, it, took it as if, you know, how dare you? And, you know, he's not on social media right now. I haven't talked to him in a couple of days. I did talk to him, and I'll leave it at that. I've talked to him, but 
he's off social media. Um, he's not on Facebook. He wasn't using Facebook anyway, so he's off Facebook. He's taken he's, – he's off of Twitter right now. He's focusing on other things, I'm sure. Yeah, I don't know if this, you know, hurts his credibility. Will he be on the call of a Marshall-produced broadcast? Probably not. If that's what you're going to – if that's what you're asking me, does this hurt his credibility? To be seen as far as did he get it right? Now, the question is, okay, did he gain from that? Would I have gained anything if I got this information and I put it out a few days earlier? Would I have gained anything from that information? Some of you would have went, oh, that's a great hire. And then now you would be texting me if I put that information out while she was still coaching. Kim Stevens was still coaching. What are you doing, Paul? Breaking that out. Or would you have maybe not been on me as much because – I would have just put it out. Then again, this is me. This is how I put things out. I would have been a little bit more matter of fact that uh, I probably, if I had confidence, I would have said that she had been offered. Now, a lot of this is uh, me looking at the reaction, you know, we're talking about this in hindsight here, but I, if, if I known she had been offered, you know, maybe, maybe I would have put that out there. Maybe, maybe but again, what would that have benefited me? Oh hey, Paul Swan got it. Paul Swan broke that news. How many when news comes out, how many of you are actually keeping score of who has it first? Or are you keeping score who has it correct? Who has it first? Who has it correct? And I know you want to take issue with Jake for putting that out there. You want to take issue with the source. Uh, keep in mind, people are going to be talking until the end of time. If there's there's something out there, people are going to talk. So, you know, you try to compartmentalize that. Honestly, you, you, if you want to keep that information to a minimum, you compartmentalize that. You, you lock that down. For example... If you want a secret to be kept, the only people that need to know about it should be a small circle. Now, if you're having an emergency Board of Governors meeting to discuss these things, and then you go into private session, you come out of that private session, and you cast your vote, you make your decision, and then you don't talk about that, it's not going to get out as much. And so there's always going to be there's always going to be someone who wants to share information and there's always going to be someone who wants to release that information and the question is 
if you're if you're trying to find out if you're trying to find out something how does it benefit you if you release that information how is it accurate how does it benefit you will it burn me if i put this information out is it going to burn me and if you follow some of these basic rules here, I think you can break news and at the same time, you know, not have the, the backlash a little bit on some of this stuff. It's an interesting debate. It's, it's a very interesting debate because you don't if this is if this is going to be the coach of Marshall women's basketball, you don't want to you don't want to ruin it, right? And if this information getting out early, you know, damages it a little bit, I can understand. Or maybe this is just a bump in the road. I don't know. But I know uh I know Jake got run off. I'm not maybe not run off. I know Jake is not on social media right now. He's not on Twitter. He's off Twitter. He's off Facebook. And take it with a grain of salt. Maybe you guys are harassing him a little too much. Maybe you weren't. Maybe he didn't want the uh, maybe the attention that he was he was gaining from this. Maybe he just want to shut the noise. I don't know. I think it's um, there's a lot of inferring on my part. There's a lot of okay. You could have just uh, if you deleted Twitter. Me, I would just uh, I don't know. I'll be honest with you, I don't know. But at the same time, I I work at a I work at a radio station. I work in a, a company. I've been doing this a long time. I am not perfect. I make mistakes. I get I get it right. I make mistakes. I try to do better. I have a, a working relationship with Marshall University by virtue of our relationship through the radio station. I have an obligation to remain credible. It's an obligation to myself. Hey, okay. You know, don't do anything that's going to kill your credibility. Again, not perfect. Not going to not going to lie to you here. I, I'm not uh, going to pretend that I get it right every single day and I'm not going to pretend that you know I have never got it wrong but right now this has been I mean it's been walked back a little bit I think I mean the university released a statement remember a couple days ago the university released a statement hey everything else is speculation and that's just what it is a speculation and I go back to it's not official until it is 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. More coming up. It's The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to the Thursday, March 23rd edition of this thing we call The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. 
My text line is 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Twitter, I'm at Paul Swan. I'm appreciative that you are with me here today. We've got basketball coming up here in the next few minutes. Sweet 16 is upon us. How's your bracket doing? I'm okay. I'm third place right now, and I still have the best shot of winning the bracket. Not that anyone cares, but I ha- I'm happy. I got a shot. If Houston, if Houston wins this thing, I'm good. I'm golden right now. And the way the number one seeds are dropping, I, I don't know if I feel good about it. But we've got it coming up for you tonight here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Michigan State, Kansas State, Arkansas, Connecticut. Those will be the first grouping of games. Second grouping of games will be FAU, Tennessee, and UCLA versus Gonzaga. I don't know who you're rooting for tonight in that UCLA-Gonzaga game, but our very own Bill Cornwell, our news director here, is pulling for UCLA. Now that Kentucky's gone, all he has left is UCLA. Yes, he roots for both. He is a UCLA and Kentucky mark all in one. I've sometimes seen him wear UCLA and Kentucky gear at the same time. Just conflicted that morning on which team he's going to root for. Whichever team you're rooting for, you've got it right here, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930, presented by GoMart and Kentucky Farmers Bank. And, of course, uh, we've got some good news. We've been following the women's side of the Division Two, but on the men's side, I don't know if you knew this, but West Liberty defeated Black Hills State 87-82. So West Liberty is going to be playing in Saturday's national championship game, awaiting the winner of Nova Southeastern and Cal State San Bernardino. Cal State San Bernardino. That's going to be coming up 3 o'clock Saturday on CBS. So congratulations to West Liberty. And the other piece of news today we didn't get really into, uh, not much news, it's just uh, softball getting set for home action due to inclement weather, always due to inclement weather. This is uh, predicted for tomorrow. The Marshall softball team has decided to move a doubleheader, move to a doubleheader, I'm sorry, move to a doubleheader on Saturday. So Friday, no game. Saturday, 11 a.m. doubleheader. Second game will follow the first one. And then Sunday, 11 a.m. single game. 11 a.m. Saturday, 11 a.m. Sunday. If you want to catch up with Marshall softball, they've been pretty good so far getting into Sunbelt play, beating Appalachian State. And now with Southern Miss coming into the dot, Marshall is very, very good at the dot. So that's what it looks like for the Thundering Herd on the softball side. And, of course, baseball getting set for action as well. So we're going to have a pretty busy weekend here with everything that's going on. Baseball getting set for its first Sunbelt Conference Road Series at ODU. First pitch on Friday set for 6 p.m. Saturday is going to be 3 p.m. Sunday is going to be 1 p.m. You can follow that along. All those games are going to be on ESPN+. Plus. Quick timeout. We'll get more of your text in. 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. More coming up here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. 
We're taking Paul Swan everywhere. Download or subscribe to The Drive with Paul Swan on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. YouTube, that's a place now. YouTube's got a little bit more of a dedicated podcast channel now, so you can actually search my name on YouTube. I've got a link up in my Twitter bio. It's a Linktree link. It points you to all the things that I've got uh, floating out there, and we're podcasting on YouTube now. So check that out if you use YouTube, because I know pretty soon you're going to be able to listen to podcasts through YouTube Music. So just trying to be wherever you're at. I'm trying to be there as well. Thanks for coming back to this edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 at AM 930. Text line is 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. From our text line, question is, what do you think about the FAU Owls making it to the Sweet 16? That's great for the American Conference. For Conference USA, that's got to be bittersweet because on the one hand, you can talk about this being a Conference USA team. Conference USA is making a run in the NCAA tournament. And then what do you do after that? How do you follow that up? So that's going to be very bittersweet that your best teams are leaving for the Americans. So you can probably ride a little bit of that if you're Conference USA. As far as FAU, here's a program that Marshall has had a lot of success against. So you wonder, what has FAU been able to do that Marshall needs to replicate? Or what is the secret that FAU has discovered. Facility-wise, they're not outclassing the herd. Enrollment, students showing up, I think all things are fair and equal. I don't know if the FAU Owls basketball program is really outclassing, say, Marshall. I think I know where this this question is going. But I look at that and think, Okay, well, if that can happen to FAU, why can't that happen for Marshall? And what is it going to take for that to happen for Marshall? Is it going to be an increase in resources? Is it going to be new tools to help in recruiting? Is it going to be a little bit more of a... Dan's going to be the coach. We're going to have a recruiting coordinator. We're going to try to be active in the transfer portal. We're going to be active as we can in high schools. Is it going to be a reimagining with Dan how you go after some of these players? Because Dan has a philosophy, obviously. He's he's, He's a man who believes in players coming in having that full experience, being a Marshall player their entire career. What's it going to take for Marshall to replicate? And is this a one-off for FAU? Will FAU have this level of success next season? Possibly. I'm rooting for Tennessee, by the way. Just out of spite, since it is Conference USA, just out of spite, right? No, FAU's a pretty good story. I think a couple of things happened in the tournament that maybe set the path up for them to have some more success as well. But 
why not Marshall? Why can't Marshall have that kind of success as well? And I get that. I understand that 100%. You're asking that question as well. Why can't Marshall have that kind of success and maybe make a run to the Sweet 16? And if things play out, maybe get to the Elite Eight. It's a possibility. Stranger things have happened, of course. So we'll see what happens. Of course, we got that game for you coming up tonight here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. And that's also going to be on our sister station, Cat Sports 93.3 and 1340. Our coverage sponsored by GoMart and Kentucky Farmers Bank. And with that said, that's going to do it for this edition. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget, you can find me all over the place on social media. Facebook, The Drive with Paul Swan. Twitter, at Paul Swan. If you go the Twitter route, I've got a link page all kinds of different platforms. If you're trying new platforms, if you are looking for someone to be over there with you, if you're on Mastodon, I'm on Mastodon now. I'm not using it much, but I'm there. I'm trying to build followers. Uh, I even still have a link to my Tumblr account there. Uh, but you can get links to the podcast and all the uh, all the major links. Uh, we podcast on YouTube as well. So uh, check that out. If you would, hit the follow button as well on Twitter. I would appreciate that. Thanks for tuning in. Back with you tomorrow here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. WRBC Huntington, W227BS Huntington, your flagship home of the Marshall Thundering Herd and The Drive with Paul Swan, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.